Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the American Outlaws Podcast. Semi-annual American Outlaws Podcast. <laughs> the first one in eight months, I'm going to say. Second one in a year. But I feel We're doing like pretty good. it's kind of like a bear before going into hibernation. You've just been stockpiling so much news and current events. I had a tough time coming up with anything to talk about today. I don't know about you. It's like... Nothing's happened in the just last nine months. Just a barren wasteland of U.S. <laughs> soccer. I just don't know. There's nothing that could have occurred for us to commentate upon. I, I, don't, I don't even know. I'm, of course, kidding. Uh, it's been a crazy year, 2013. I'm uh, I'm your host, Corey Donahue. I'm sitting in for the laid-up Zach Stiverens, who has been the host of every single one of these podcasts going oh, yeah. back five years he is a front runner for uh, injury of the year uh, for an AO <laughs> member. He blew he, uh, out the old knee. Yeah, he did that. He's, <laughs> he's sorry about that. Playing a little ball Listen, and set. Zach and I, we love each other. We hate each other. We love each other. But he is not here to defend himself. That is a which is good thing to point for out. me. I'm gonna lay into him big time. Oh yeah, it's uh, what you do. Listen, Zach's hosted this thing pretty well for the last five years. I'm going to do my best. I always am sitting right where you're sitting, thinking how much better I would be at it than he is. Uh, we're going to find out. <laughs> I'm Corey Donahue uh, with American Outlaws. I have Joey Corbin in oh, his yes. year, making his yearly uh, My annual appearance. pilgrimage to your study. <laughs> From AO. Uh, Just to set the scene here. It's a library. Orange County? Are you AO Orange County these days? Uh, well, no. I, I li- I've lived in Orange County for the last half decade but i always <laughs> claim the 402 love it anytime yeah anytime i'm emailing when i have to for some reason you guys lose my credit card information and i'm emailing <laughs> with year. chris and he goes uh so what chapter you want to go i go dude for the sixth time <laughs> put me under lincoln bro that's the original you know it's it's uh number one love it so yeah i always got to rep that true to it oh yes love it yes and the uh, the third also leg joined. of this tripod. Yeah, we got Brent Corbin joining us. That Welcome, is, Brent. First timer. Hey, thanks, guys. First time, long time. Speak right First into that microphone, if you would. Point First time, room. long time. Oh, love it. <laughs> Sounds great. Thanks Just, for the vine. <laughs> twice as many Corbins as usual. Two Corbins. Three Corbins in the room. Two Donahues. We'll see how that plays out through the hour. It's uh, <laughs> a good balance. <laughs> good ugly. balance. You're going to want that. <laughs> Uh, it's been a big year for a lot of us, more than some. Joey's expecting. Uh, oh yes, there will be a future son or daughter future. here in the next few months. Yes, a future uh, he or she outlaw. Congratulations, man! Still picking out the tattoo <laughs> for the birthday <laughs> on the child. Just to clarify, uh, we're going with the skull and crossbones with the soccer ball. Oh, love it right on that forehead. You know, it's a family. It's a family affair <laughs> over <great>. here. <laughs> we were we were leaning towards the neck tat. You know, it's it's kind of a family thing. <laughs> That's if it's a girl. What if it's a guy? Oh, then straight forehead, teardrop, oh. AO. Yeah, <laughs> of course. By now, you've maybe seen the uh, 2014 uh, membership shirt design. What do you think of that? It's I a really bird, like it. I like it. It's got a lot of foul and fauna. Um, <laughs> no, it's really good. I think you really like we were talking about. You, the you have kind of really pushed the envelope this year. I feel. Because, I mean, think about how many designs. I mean, it's, I mean, one of my first topics about the SI article, a lot of the different franchises 
I mean, this works. It's great for American Outlaws, but uh, for the old national guys, it's like, thanks for stealing all the awesome ideas for logos, bro. <laughs> now we got to come up with an annual T-shirt. <laughs> Love it. Oh, yeah. It's got to be pretty difficult. So, uh, you know, I, I, I feel for you. We've only announced it, what, a week ago, and there's already one tattoo uh, of it on their arm. Oh, my gosh. Do you have any tattoos, Joe? I have zero tattoos. Where are yours? I have zero as well. Well, I we could end that it. tonight. Brent. What do you think? Tattoos. None. Nothing? Nothing. God, this is why we're so missing lame. Stiverins because <laughs> Zach has yeah, like 800 tattoos to balance us. Engineer stories. Brunken is also out of out of uh, the office today. He's in Miami celebrating the new year with his uh, lovely, wife, lovely wife, Megan. So uh, we wish him the best, I guess. I don't know. Not a, annoys lo- me. Not a lovely <laughs> life, though. Let's clarify right there. That Brunken ha- le- leads a miserable <laughs> existence. I mean, come on. Uh um, let's get into it. Let's no, get into uh, it. We've got so much stuff to talk about. Where, where do you begin in a year Joe, like this? I know. know. But let's break out the Corey always paper. has a piece of paper in chronological order of just <laughs> facts. Right. And I could just read them through. Give me a fact. It could be Give a 12-minute podcast. I'll it, read slow. It could be. But now this is the same thing we do every year where we revisit the rules of podcasting. You go, <laughs> hey, would you like me to, hey, you know. Let me just – it's a little off the wall, but I'm maybe going to throw out an idea or a topic, and then you guys talk about it. Does that sound a little you know, unorthodox? Or like, Corey, what you've described is the very nature of every podcast ever That's recorded. a little new school for me. I like to just read the facts and get on with it. Baseball it's like a newspaper. Now? Okay. Yeah. Well, we could do that. All right. Give me the give me the new newspaper. USA versus Canada, January 2013. <laughs> nil, nil. Houston – Texas, United States. Yeah, that was a barn. No, don't discuss anything. Okay. Next game. (laughs) Uh, Okay, I do. Guys, I was at that game. Nil-nil, my first ever nil-nil. I checked the spreadsheet. You keep Never? a spreadsheet of the games you go to? Uh, you know, that's that's something I haven't started doing yet. How many know? caps you got? Oh, boy. I don't even know. <laughs> I'm going to put you on the spot. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I think all of them are with you, except for every now and then when you hang me out to dry in San Diego. <laughs> but we can talk about that later. <laughs> I don't know. I've probably got, you know, a good, you know. I'm going to peg you as a 12 guy. Yeah, Baker's dozen. Yeah. Baker's dozen or so. Go back and check your spreadsheet and tell me if you've got any nil-nils. That was my first. I thought we did a little forgettable. Sweden. I'm not going to say, or I'm not going to say that the Sweden party was a zero zero. Sweden, two thousand eight. No. I don't think it was. Man. Really? Where was it? I'm telling you, I've is been to a lot of U.S. Sweden games in January. I've never been to a nil nil until this one. Really? You say nil nil. You say zero zero. Where are you at on that? Oh, we can totally talk about this. <laughs> this is like okay. This, <laughs> this is fascinating my first stuff thing. that's never been covered oh. by a podcast before. Let's hear. It. So, uh, a friend of mine. Uh, we would, I wouldn't, you know, have him be nameless, but he's also a member. His name is Ty Grease, and he lives up in Chicago. <laughs> he helps Ty. run the old Chicago Vice chapter. President, if I'm remembering correctly. Yeah, Him and Jared Severs have got something going on up there. I have a feeling one of them is doing more of the work than the other. <laughs> never guess. safe bet. But me and, me and Ty's roommates were hanging out the other weekend, and we, we got into, uh, you know, kind of calling him out. On dropping all of the, uh, you know, the European football diction that as he likes to. <laughs> so it. I understand what you're trying to do every now and then. You know, you got a guy around the office who says, you know, oh, I'm a huge soccer fan. And then he drops a couple of European references. So you ask him, hey, you know, what, what side do you support? <laughs> you're just, I know what you're trying to do. You're trying to just yeah. say, look, I get it, bro. You know, 
Yeah. I understand. But this people exact conversation this week. Bonkers. Oh. So we just totally called him out on it. You know, it's like, I don't know, you, you're thinking about picking up the new Manchester United kit so you can go support your favorite side. As <laughs> the a Red nil, Devils? Nil draw. Yeah. You know, I think, you know, I, watching the game this weekend, I really think he did well to finish there. Like, come on. No. He did a great job. We played well. God, I wear a jersey, not a kit. Right you know, what I'm, my, you know what I'm saying? speaking my language, Preaching man. I choir? had that exact conversation this week. A new guy comes into my office. He, oh, yeah. God, I hope he's not listening to this. And uh, <laughs> I hope he is. nice guy. I love new him. Guy. We'll call him. I'm not even going to name. But uh, <laughs> I, I named <laughs> this guy comes in and, and somebody comes over to me. And, you know, soccer fans, I've talked about this on the podcast. Soccer fans at the uh, Nebraska Department of Roads are few and far between. So you guys got to stick together. There's one. So you're it's looking me. at this guy. He wants to talk soccer. You're like, <laughs> yeah. please. I was like, yeah. I want to like I was so guy. excited. Yeah. And uh, this guy comes in, and uh, somebody came over and said, oh, he's a soccer fan. You're going to love him, blah, blah. So I go to talk to him, and, and it, I he said the exact same oh, man. phrase, like, Oh, bro! Did you see that finish yesterday in ball? And I said, "Oh, yeah. Who's your Who's your team? Who do you follow? You know?" And he says, "Barca." <laughs> oh like, man, yeah. really going out on a limb there with that one. Yeah, but it does. I understand. I get it. Like, but usually, okay, I'll, I'll give you the benefit of the doubt. Like the first conversation, I understand what you're trying to do. You're trying to like lay the groundwork. Look, right. like I know stuff. You're hip, right? Yeah, you know, it's just like. You know, like a couple of chefs hanging out. They want to just like uh, I'm going to throw out a couple of you know, kale. Fans. Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> kale. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You just quinoa. drop a couple of quinoa. quinoa. Like I know it's quinoa, not quinoa. You know, <laughs> I know what they're trying to do, but no. Second, third conversation. Your favorite team, not your favorite side, bro. <laughs> We're in Nebraska right. <laughs> or California or wherever you're at. You know, like, dude, you're from Ohio. You know. All that said, any members out there who say side, I don't care. It's fine. It's totally <laughs> fine. But you know what? Here's what I think of of AO. It's just a bunch bunch of friends. Dude, who, family. A family. And you know what you do with your family? You make fun of them. Right? <laughs> that is correct. So like, exactly. So if, I'm making, if I go to a game and you say, you know – uh, you know, he really did well to finish that there or something like that. You know, cheeky, a neat touch. You're like, Dad, shut Something up. like that. You know, <laughs> yeah, that was a really cheeky effort. Yeah. I'm going to be like, hey, bro, I'm going to call you out on that. That's fine. I love you, AO member, friend, brother, sister. But, you know, you're, you're not getting away with that. I we're seeing eye to eye. We will not stand for this. Brent, yeah. football or soccer? Soccer. Oh, nil, nil or zero, zero? Zero, zero. You're, you're never going to find Kit, somebody who agrees more with this more than this guy. <laughs> oh, Kit or jersey? <laughs> Next question. <laughs> God. I like what Seriously. I'm hearing. Out of you oh, today. yeah. I think what, this is, might be part of the problem is we're going to all agree with everything. Because yeah. we're yeah. all – I mean we this are all – This is podcasting sprite. 101 is we're yeah, not like, supposed like to have – selection played today. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I, I hear you. But what you have here is uh, three people who agree with one another. I so I this think... is podcasting 101, and we're blowing it. No, I think we're doing it's a usually good job. Usually Zach does a good job saying stupid shit, and I argue with him, yeah. and I'm always right. Yeah, but we are three. <laughs> right. We are three crotchety young men. But he takes the like, contrarian view. He plays the devil's advocate. Right. He's really good at it, but he thinks he's right. Yeah, he he is Again, the, the he's not hunter. here. No. He we'll cannot defend himself. Not here, not so right. here, maybe any time we feel like Zach would have chimed in, we'll say, oh, we'll do the tie. <laughs> uh, duh, 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 duh. I think it's fine to call it a kid. 
That's our. That's the official. Oh, guys, Zach. we're getting our what? first tweet in. Corey is the best host of this podcast of all time. Did Zach you? out. I'm pretty sure your wife's sexy just boy sixty nine sixty nine. His name. Okay, so okay, so I, that, I'm sorry to to break us off on a on a good uh, <laughs> yeah, tangent please. there, but that was uh you know in a year in a year where so much has happened, I think it was a great idea that we started off making fun of faux European friends. <laughs> <laughs> Why wouldn't you? Yeah. What else have we got to get to? Well, um, so we had that nil nil in we, Houston. I, you know, I think that's a – I like where you're going. <laughs> friendly. Meticulous. You're going straight for the friendly. Here's what you're doing again. You're just like – the guy comes up in the office. He's like, hey, uh, what's your favorite moment? And he, he wants you to say something about, you know, clinching a berth in the World Cup. Right. But Corey wants to set – he wants to set <laughs> the groundwork. Yeah. I know that nil-nil. Bury nil, that lead, that, brother. That, that nil-nil draw <laughs> with Canada is the first game of the year. How could that not be my favorite game of the year? Well, guys, it just – we shifted into Top Gear right after that because that was in January. And I just – I know we're ending the year on a very high note. we got a lot to look forward to. Well, but there was a time Joe, this year where I was a little worried. Well, Joe, are we on a high note? Because <laughs> we played Austria and Scotland, two very underwhelming performances. Very underwhelming. We'll get there. Don't worry. I'll slug through every one of these meaningless results, and we'll get there. Let's – I think we're going to need the cliff notes, though, Corey. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. The listeners uh, all know. They've got spreadsheets where I just sure want to track every game they've watched this year, just like you. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. <laughs> I just wanted to set the groundwork because the year started off as a dud. I mean, that's listen, Houston, accurate. great host. We had a wind and rain storm, if I remember correctly. We didn't know whether we were going to do a tailgate, whether we were going to do a pregame in the bar. I, being a pussy, wanted to be in the bar. Uh, the local crew there demanded the tailgate. We went with the tailgate. It was yeah. awesome. They are they I've know better than I do. They never been to an AO tailgate that did not. Rule. You didn't love it. Oh yeah, every single AO tailgate. Brett, how many tailgates you been to? Uh, my Excel spreadsheet still reads blank doc. <laughs> so, you know. Just a soccer fan. She, just a fan. Love it. Just a fan. An Fair appreciator. Yeah. We need to play a friendly in Lincoln. There you go. I'm working on that. I'll be there. You've got to be. I know. you 17. Really? We'll see. Okay. Someday. There you go. First shoot, cap. Shoot for the stars, you know? You should go down to the KC one. Could you, if, and this is a hypothetical, if it comes, have it at the, uh, the uh, playground by Randolph Elmer. <laughs> <laughs> just any walkable. Because if I don't have to leave the house. <laughs> Binoculars. A nice picture window right in the living room. <laughs> You live by an elementary school. He's got his binoculars. We can uh, make this happen. <laughs> yes, well they're binoculars. <clears throat> For our faux European friends, it's a binoculars. <laughs> so, anyway, nil-nil. Boring start. That was good. But, so last, you'll remember in 2012, we had a dicey first, or I guess it's technically second round of qualifying. Yeah. But we kind of went through a little bit by the skin of our teeth. We... Went down to Antigua, Barbuda, I believe, and had to... Why do you always call it Barbuda? Barbados. Barbados. What am I... Yeah. I do that every year. <laughs> yeah. But uh, Trinidad and Tobago. Anyway, we, we scraped through, barely. Yes. And true. we were all worried. I don't know. Were you worried coming into uh, the hex? Corey was. Yeah. I was very Corey's worried. Corey's pessimistic. I'm worried Joey's about several optimistic. things. You're, well, you're, you're talking to the third person again. You know, going to call you on that. <laughs> But no, I I was very pessimistic for a while there, and it wasn't just the fact that there were some there there just were not any goals <laughs> for a while there, yeah. you know, there's few and far between. But it was also just like 
we weren't gelling. I just no. didn't like the way we looked, you know, on the pitch. That's uh, correct. <laughs> the cricket pitch of Antigua. <laughs> yeah. But Barbados. no, there just were some sloppy games right. for a while there. So and we're going we had... into the hex a little less than confident. We're worried yeah. about well, Corey's worried about Jurgen Klinsmann like being able to get gritty and play ugly when we need to. Exactly. And, and then we had so we all go the into whole our team first chemistry game. thing with the article coming. Well, out. that comes Are we right after this game. But our first game was yeah. against Honduras in Honduras in February. Yeah. They declared a national holiday. It's February. Nowhere is super warm in the States in February. Mm-hmm. They declare a national holiday. They play the game at 2 p.m. local time, I think, or 3 p.m. It's like 95 degrees, 100% humidity. Yeah. The fans are in the stadium three hours ahead of the game. This is at San Pedro intense. de Sula, right? Correct. And uh, we we came out, uh, scored the first goal. Clint Dempsey, amazing, over-the-shoulder uh, oh, volley, yeah. if you remember. Might be the goal. Very the few guys in the United States who can do that with – that kind of confidence, yeah, he's one of the amazing, yeah. uh, and we're like, this is it. We're we're doing it. <laughs> we're doing it. This hex. We're really doing it. Then they score this amazing bicycle kick, if I remember correctly, and they score a second goal off a Omar Gonzalez mistake, as he often does, and uh, we end up losing two one. Uh, hex could not really go worse at the start. Um, oh yeah. We were really worried because that that game was kind of a toss-up. We were hoping for a draw, maybe a loss. Wouldn't be the w- end of the world. Well, you're but we going had the down lead. there. We were at, with our recent history. You're coming back with points, is which is what the assumption. what you're hoping for. I mean, yeah, Honduras in Honduras is never easy. We're hoping for no. a point, especially when you have the lead. Like it, it really sucked to throw that away. And then we yeah. had. I mean, we had and it Costa was such Rica. A beautiful goal, too. That oh, you just gosh. felt like it was just a wasted goal. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like such a high mo- moment. You're just kind of like, well, why didn't you just, you know, save that for yeah, yeah, save, that, save for, that for the last round? Then yeah. games, <laughs> game oh, yeah. ten. You know, uh, but so we come off that, and then we're all of a sudden we have no points. We're staring Mexico at in Mexico. Costa Rica at home, and what was the third one? I don't remember. But uh, and this was pre we had kind our, of team spiral for the Mexican right. national team because they were at the we time, didn't know they that they're horrible. So yet. well, yeah, <laughs> no, they were like. I mean, look at the talent. You're like, oh man, they're gonna. They've won on everything. Us. They win the Olympics. They won the U20 World Cup, U17 World Cup. I'm making Pretty this up much. as I go, but like, well, remember we were joking last year about how different their podcast. <laughs> for their supporters right. group was going from our podcast because right. last year we kind of closed it out with just kind of a semi it was yeah it was i remember we're going to imitate zach since you're not here catch is the optimistic <laughs> you know going into the next year and then they won everything you could possibly win mm-hmm. so um no i put to put ourselves back in that mindset we were you know we were correct to be a <laughs> little paranoid that's correct about the outcome and uh, so we're staring uh, Denver in March against Costa Rica, who, yeah. you know, it turns out Costa Rica was the best team we we're going to play. They're better than Mexico, I think, in this heck. Well, Arguably. Clearly, yeah. clearly, I think. And I don't know. You guys, did you go to that game? You the, did not. Uh, well, you live in California, so you clearly didn't. Well, the snow game? Yeah. Well, I think that was the turning point in the whole season. The whole oh, Very much so. The and article I've, came out. You had... That was right before that game. Yep. Right? It was then, uh, the week of the game. And I remember yeah. re- hearing about – I remember getting a text from Zach, the host, normal host of this podcast, 
Again, guys, is Corey Don who uh, <laughs> taking over for Zach Running Sturman. the show. <laughs> We're here in Lincoln. Uh, so I remember getting a text from Zach and saying this this Brian Strauss article is no good. This is yeah. not good at all. And thinking like I have no idea. I was at work, didn't know what he's talking about. I go and Google it and uh, read it up. And I'm like, this this is either going to be the best thing in the world or the worst thing in the world for us. Yeah. And at the time, I was ninety percent sure it was going to be the worst thing in the world. And whoa, wait, let me let me back up for a second. You were paranoid and pessimistic <laughs> yeah. about the outcome. I'm ready to fire every player on the team <laughs> and the coach and uh, call me in. And wait yeah. a second, no, par for the course. That's pretty much the way Corey rolls. That's correct. But uh, I don't know. We Michael Bradley is the one I remember, and I remember talking to. Somebody in the media at our night before party, which was amazing. AO Denver lit it up. We had two bars. We had the uh, sidewalk closed. We had buses oh, going yeah. between the two. I saw some, uh, quite a few uh, video. Yeah, 50 video degrees. Feeds. We yeah. had oh, great time. Thanks to AO Denver and all the, really all the Hex Chapter Cities did amazing jobs. But uh, we... Um, I don't know. I remember talking to somebody in the media who said they talked to Michael Bradley on camera. And then when it went off, he was saying, dude, this is just bullshit. Like he was really mad at his fellow teammates for coming out against the coach, which is really unprofessional, really. And the kind of thing Michael Bradley would never do. But uh, I remember thinking, well, Michael's the leader of that team. You know, we'll be all right. And then the snow started coming and I'm like, this is going to be something. And we set up our tailgate and the wind picked up and it was like yeah, negative 10 wind chill. I might That's be exaggerating, crazy. but it felt like it. Like It looked cold. It, was it doesn't horrible. even matter what the actual temperature was. And I was the biggest pussy. I <laughs> hid in the car the whole time and I blamed it that I had to distribute tickets. <laughs> I had to keep my hands warm. I saw a photograph of this. Yeah. Before staying warm under the guise of distributing tickets. I'd love to be in there, guys. But, oh, you know. God. Saved my life, Somebody's but uh, distribute these tickets. <laughs> it worked out nice, <laughs> but uh, oh, great game! Dempsey scores, I believe, in the 16th minute, and then it just started bucket. Just Jeff Cameron, snow. <laughs> Jeff Cameron's helping push the uh, guy shoveling the snow, and yeah. uh, I don't know. We've talked about that game. Everybody oh, yeah. knows that game. Yeah, twenty thousand in the stands, eighty thousand said they were there. It's the way it is, but uh, oh, for sure. But it was totally the turning point because, oh, yeah, because what it created was the nobody believes in us. Everybody's against us. Team chemistry and atmosphere, absolutely. Which uh, you know, Michael Bradley banded together. Seems like it's really a good mindset for him to be. <laughs> yeah, he is it. highly successful under that mindset, right? Um, look at and Slovenia. Then, look at oh, uh, yeah. Algeria. Yeah, we are a team that. Likes to allow ourselves to be backed into a corner. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Maybe Jurgen dropped the whole thing and, and think, met with the media and just like, hey, we need a way to get the team you know that he said he said publicly that he didn't, like, bring it up behind closed doors, but you know he did. And that oh, for there sure. was, like, a total change in everything that was going on. The whole demeanor of the team changed. I guess we've, we we kind of talked about this in our April podcast. We forget because it's been eight months. But, uh, <laughs> again, but yeah, semi- banded together. Annual. Team of uh, team of giants. What's what's the saying? Team of giants. I don't know. But uh, that's probably not the saying. <laughs> no, like a team of all. destiny or something like that. Yeah, but we came through in that game. Then we went down to Mexico. I've talked at length about my embarrassing stories in Mexico. Broken yeah. in the bathroom and blah blah blah. Um, get a get a nice tie down there. 
And then we were going into June um, in good shape, really. We had four points out of three games, I believe. Yeah. And, um, you know, there was a second there. One of which was at Azteca. Yeah, and it just felt like, oh, we've got this wrapped up. This is it. And then you kind of started doing the math again. You're like, what? There's still a lot left to be played. A lot of soccer to be played, as Zach likes to say. A whole lot of footy. Again, Zach Severin's the original podcast host. I'm filling in for Zach Severin's. We've got Brent Corbin here on the mic and uh, Joey Corbin. Uh, Taking the reins. <laughs> yeah. So um, then we go to the Gold Cup, started in June. Oh, yeah. um, we took a B-ish team there, BC team. You'll remember that Landon Donovan declared a sabbatical in January where he was going to disappear from the game. Didn't know if he was coming back. Was going to go God knows where, play I, I barefoot really like in some tribe. What, what he was actually doing. If any of the members out he went there to, have some recon. Well, yeah, he went to um, – God, you'd think I'd know this. It's um, near the Philippines-ish. God, our listeners – our five listeners are screaming at their headphones right now. <laughs> but he went to uh, somewhere in the Far East and, you know, just – Got down and <laughs> did a vacation and played. Just hung out? Yeah, just played, uh, you know, friendlies with local folks. and uh, That's pretty cool. Yeah, and uh, came back a new guy, really, to, what, June? June is when the Gold Cup started. Yeah. And Mexico sent a C team. We sent a B-ish team. I'm trying to remember this stuff all, but... Uh, Stu Holden was returning for the first time in oh, a year and yeah. a half since yeah. Johnny Evans. Side side note, just today or yesterday, uh, Clint Dempsey went back to Fulham. Yeah, so that's for exciting. Two months. Yeah, I think that'll be good. I mean, it's better. I mean, what have we had to watch? Really, Jeff Cameron at Stoke. We've had uh, Josie at Sunderland and Tim Howard and uh, yeah. and uh, yeah, Reno over uh, at Guzan uh, or Guzan over at um, where's he at? He's at uh, Aston Villa. Yeah, and. Um, but other than that, like, I don't know. It's fun to watch an attacking player, and we don't really ever have those. But Dempsey is going back there, so he seems begrudgingly happy to do so. He's had a shit time in Seattle. Yeah, he doesn't just, look good. It's just to been be very, fair. and it's been very quiet up there, right? You know. Well, Eddie Johnson, I think from everything I've seen, has been the problem. I don't know if, how close you follow it, but um, yeah. Eddie was bitching. Well, Clint made. 10 times what Eddie was making and Eddie's scoring all the goals and Clint's really not doing much. And, and Eddie scores that one goal and he goes to the sideline and he, he mouths at the camera, pay me. Oh, <laughs> I didn't see that but, one. Uh, ever since then, their form kind of went down and Joe Roth, I think is his name. Uh, the owner there is talking about, talking about uh, problems in the dressing room and blah, oh, blah, well, anyway, Eddie yeah. Johnson went to DC United and, Wish him luck like we do all uh, professional soccer players. But, uh, <laughs> Eddie had a good year, though. I don't know. I think Clint Dempsey's going to have an easier time of it without Eddie there, to be honest. I, I, I don't know why exactly. I, I just so. get a gut feeling that he's he'll fit in better. And whatever, I just hope, but, it, I hope it's highly successful because it'll be good for everyone. Yeah, I hope, I hope he does well at Fulham. And I, God, if Josie could put away a few for Sunderland, that'd help us out a lot. Oh, um, yeah. There's an argument to be made, and I don't know where you fall on this. Brent, chime in with this. Uh, who do you think is the most important player to do well? Like, after the World Cup, we look back and we say, this player played well or didn't play well, and that was that was what the changed it for maker. us. difference maker. Like, 
everybody's going to say Michael Bradley because oh, yeah. he gets injured down in Costa Rica and we look like shit immediately. He's but the heart and soul. He, he is, but that's what everyone says. But I think it might be Josie Altidore in that when he's scoring goals, like when we started scoring against Germany in June, yeah. like that that changes everything for us. It really does. Like we, we have a confidence. We're crossing Graham Zussi. He's just putting them on his head and he's putting everything away. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I think any goal scorer. That's I mean, what I was going to say. Yeah. Any, any goal scorer. Dempsey, right. Altidore, whoever it may be. Whoever's putting them away and has kind of like the hot hand, you know, that's just they, – they can make more difference. Like, yeah, Bradley can, can control the midfield, the control the, the pace thing. of yeah. the game. But if someone's not putting it away, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter, right. exactly. And I think that was, what I was, that was the biggest part of our problem, like towards the middle of qualification – was it? I, there were a couple of games I was like, "Wow, man, we really look good." Put right. the ball in the net, mm-hmm. bro. Right. <laughs> you know? Like, yeah, I think it's any time you've got. Really should have finished there. Yeah, you really should have had a couple of neat touches inside the box. And did well to finish there, but but yeah, I think um, I think it's I think you you make a good point. I think it's got to be somebody up top who's putting the ball in the back of the net. I kind of agree. I don't know. Anyway, uh, that was a side topic, but... Uh, That's what the podcast is all about. It's all about. <laughs> so we kind of soared through the Gold Cup. Uh, not a lot of good opposition, to be honest. I mean, it was we looked amazing. Ho-hum. It was fun to watch. Uh, but then at the end of the game, you're like, man, we are world beaters. We didn't play anyone uh, worth those note, guys really. Were probably not the A-team. But Clinda- or, sorry, Landon Donovan uh, looked amazing, looked head and shoulders above everyone in the tournament. But it was know. hard to gauge, though, because he looked so good, and you're right. just like, a lot of that competition, we're just like, I don't even really know how good any of these guys are. Yeah. But you're just like, like and then at the same Guadalupe. time, you're like, I don't care. He looks awesome. I'm going to convince myself. <laughs> well, that- no one else on our team looked that amazing. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And he then, did stand out. I don't know. I'll kind of jump ahead to the final. We played Panama on the final. I wish we could have played Mexico, honestly, looking back. Yeah. We would have just slayed them, but uh, it was a boring game against Panama. Let's be honest, in Chicago, and uh, we had a, you know, we had a lot of uh, new cities host U.S. games. We had Baltimore. They really mixed it up this year. Portland. Uh, yeah. Forgive me, I'm forgetting. But uh, that was the uh, the infamous uh, Miss Typo Jersey Rockstar game in Portland this year, wasn't it? The what? Sorry. When they spelled uh, oh, Wando's yeah. name wrong on <laughs> yeah, the back of his jersey, that. he scored like that five goals. Fired. <laughs> yeah, that kid man's fired. Yeah. Not really. I think <laughs> there's a picture of him afterwards like hugging Wando and like – didn't he sew like a W? Yeah, he put, a, yeah. put an extra letter on there or something great. at the end. <laughs> but yeah, so what – okay, of some of those new host cities, what would you say – which of them do you think could should make it into the regular rotation? Oh, man. Well, Portland. Well, uh, yeah. It's a soccer hotbed, obviously, like Seattle. Um, and it was a very – it was loud. You know, that stadium, though, I don't know what it is about Have you – gelled when? Yeah. Have you been? I have been. <laughs> <laughs> have you? Yeah. I, I just – I don't know about the layout. I, something about that like, – Yeah, it's different, open, but it that feels big, like – There's like that big boxed-out spot. You right. Know? Yeah, I don't, I, I don't know. Something about it. I, 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 I kind of like love it. it. It's, it's odd, but it's like not so, you know – curated for everybody like it's yeah i don't know it, it's it feels very raw and authentic to me oh, I, I, like, I, I liked it a lot when i was there it was kind of one of those things where it was like every i want to love this place i mean i right. took this awesome train here there's all these cool bars around here 
and I can't even look at the field. I just keep looking up at these weird parts of the stadium. <laughs> well, we were, it was distracting to me. When I was there, I was in the away fan section, and we were like up in the very corner. Yeah. And you're looking down on the field, but to your right is a gym with a big window. Yeah. And you're just watching people work out, and it's like very distracting. Yeah. It's, it's just like a chubby fellas place. running around a track. and It is a very odd layout. Yeah. You know, they're like, hey, let's just build this stadium into the neighborhood and you know, not change that one thing. That's how I loved it. No, it's cool. <laughs> no, it it is interesting. But uh, but as far as like a regular, like, could you ever fathom them having like a critical World Cup qualifier there? Yeah, I don't know. It'd be uh, it'd be different. It'd be I think it'd be awesome. But it's just not big. It'd enough. be different. I mean, Kansas City and, and Jeldwin, I think, are pretty much the same size. Yeah, they should never have a game there ever again. <laughs> Kansas City. I'm just kidding. Yeah, I'm just saying that, that because is. I know that you're so, you know, it's obviously an awesome stadium. Have you been to Kansas City? No, I have not. Oh, you haven't. I have not been. You call yourself never a Lincoln been? chapter member. I have not been. Well, you know, it is a ways to get here, and I have to come. I have to plan around coming it. once a year for this podcast, Listen, which I is the it. only reason I come. <laughs> and we thank you. Listen, I Again, that's Joey Corbin on the mic. He's from uh, California. We got Brent Corbin sitting to my left, and uh, I'm your host tonight, Zach Sivrens. And uh, so we get to Jamaica away. Brad Evans, the last second uh, turnaround goal. That was the most crazy, awesome goal. Oh man, I went, ban- I went bananas. Where'd you watch that game, Brent? Home, Ooh, home, basement. Loved it. Yeah, loved it. Take off your home. pants. <laughs> He didn't have I pants on. So he, <laughs> yeah. why would Several you wear pants? Several hours earlier. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Nothing to do with the game. That was the answer I was looking for, and we'll move on. Uh, Where you were? Were you at that game? No, Brunken was. Uh, we did a we did a uh, package down there, and we did one a year ago in Jamaica, well covered on this podcast. But uh, I was uh, I watched it down at Captain Jack's, uh, our local bar here, and. Uh, we, I came home and rewatched it the next day, and um, there's this classic clip. I'll show it to you. I have it saved on my DVR. Listeners at home will not enjoy it as much, but uh, <laughs> right after they score the goal, BN Sport um, went over to our section, and everybody's jumping around like idiots. And it's Brunken is front and center, and he's <laughs> hugging someone behind him. He hugs this other guy. And oh, he, like, yeah, does remember. this, like, face straight up, like, <laughs> wide open mouth. Like, he just, like, yeah. killed a guy for the first time in the Battle of War or something. And, oh, it's great. And they don't show it, like, if you look on YouTube or look on U.S. Soccer at the highlights. They cut away. They show the section, but they cut away right before it happens. And I'll show it to you when we're done. But uh, maybe we'll put that up on the website. Good old Brunken. Again, another one of us that just has a face for radio. <laughs> Listen, Brunkin's the regular uh, producer here. I'm Corey Donahue. I'm your host for tonight. This is Joey Corbin, my host. And, uh, Brent Corbin, we're coming to you live from Lincoln, Nebraska. Coming from the study. December 26th. We hope you had a great happy holidays. Yeah. And, uh, it, it was, um, it was a, I think we all had a lot to be thankful for this year. Oh, yes, no I'm doubt sure. about it. Oh, yeah. Brother. Do you want to get to the clinching of... Yeah, let me forward ahead. Well, let me hit this one in June. Uh, That Jamaica game, the first ever that I know of free beer movement in this country where we had free beer at around 75 bars across America. And I want to thank free beer movement. Dan over there doing an amazing job. uh, Freebeermovement.com, I believe. Um, 
anybody who went to an AO bar, a participating AO bar, got a free beer that night, which was uh, something pretty sweet. I don't That's know. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Anyway. Just Wait, wanted... Did you also get free beer in a section? Um, who didn't uh, didn't Drew Carey buy you guys? <laughs> that was two years ago. That was two years ago. Yeah, that was that game in uh, Phoenix. That yeah. was something I did this year as an AO fan. I actually this is going to sound like a him? shameless name drop, but I went yeah. to I went to a breakfast place and Drew Carey was sitting at the table. <laughs> oh yeah, he told me. Yeah, that. and I was like, I'm going to go over there and I'm going to I'm going to thank him for his support of AO and US soccer. How'd that go? It went really well. You know, it was one of those. Was he by himself? Yeah, he was by himself reading the newspaper at the counter. Um, And I walked up to him and I said, hey, uh, you know, I just want to, you know, a couple of my friends or some of the founders of AO, I just want to thank you for your support of US soccer and of American Outlaws and everything because I know you've been a very, you know, avid supporter and and I know it's very much appreciated. And he was like, he was actually like really like, hey. He's a Thanks, genuine man. guy. Yeah, he's a really nice guy. Take home point is that Joey eats breakfast with Drew Carey. <laughs> <laughs> that's what, that's, that's what, what I wrote down. Hey, I, just I, I, I prefaced that with a shameless name drop, <laughs> yeah, yeah. but it was relevant. It Love was it. relevant. I hate to name drop, but I'm going to name drop. <laughs> it. Yeah. So well, the fact that I'm approaching celebrities in a diner <laughs> does not bode well for me. That's actually kind of more embarrassing than than, uh, than a good thing. That's fair. So, anyway, won the Gold Cup in July. God bless us. And uh, then we beat Bosnia in Europe in a friendly, but to me, felt like a lot more. It felt like this was Jurgen Klinsmann's – I don't know if you remember this game. We It was like a Wednesday afternoon for yep. me anyway. It was like one in the afternoon. It was a DVR it's like game. four of us down at Captain Jack's, us weirdos who don't go to work. And uh, it, it, it was like a – for me, it was a Jurgen Klinsmann-like statement victory where we go to Europe. We're mm-hmm. playing a top-10 team mm-hmm. in the world in Europe. We're down – I don't remember. It was embarrassing. We're down two, down I think. Three, one, or two, nil, or yeah. something. Whoa, nil. Two, nil. You heard two, it. <laughs> On the football pitch. And uh, we, we just – Show no fear, and we come back and we score. Josie gets a hat trick. We end up winning four three, and I know that Jurgen Klinsmann recently signed a uh, extension, a four year extension. We'll get to that later, I guess. But uh, oh yeah, uh, Sunil Gulati. What is there any kind of headline for that? The extension. Yeah, it wasn't as much as big as as you think because it was so unexpected. Like it came, um, before World Cup, which never happens. Hmm. Like. It was having really a surprising coach, they did it before, I don't, right before the I World Cup. I barely remember it. Yeah. Having a national team coach for eight years is very rare. It's something the U.S. Super always rare. does. And I don't know. It was very – it never happens before the World Cup. But uh, Highly unorthodox. I think to an extent it kind of makes sense in our case. I don't know. That's just me talking. But we I love like your – I you know, I, yeah, I think love your Clinton. think he's doing a good job. I and like we'll, his passion. Yeah, we'll cheer him on. But uh, oh, Cheers to that. Yeah, cheers. Somebody spilled. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, thought uh, that Bosnia game was a statement victory and that we did something that no other U.S. team would ever do, which is not quit when we come back to tie it. We don't – yeah, when we get it tied, we didn't set back, and we we went for it, and we got it, you know. And I don't know. I, I feel like now with Jurgen, we got a confidence that we never really had before, but – we have more of that kind of <clears throat> killer instinct. What I meant to say, or what I was saying, was that Sunil cited that game as one of the main turning points in his opinion of uh, Klinsman, and that he's never seen a U.S. team really do that before. So, yeah. 
Anyway. Oh, for sure. Moving on. Shortly after that, Dos Acero in Mexico. Brent, I ask you this one question. Yes, sir. We're up 2-0. Mm-hmm. The United States has won Dos Acero in Columbus three times previous. Mm-hmm. We get a penalty kick in the 93rd minute. The game is beyond reach for yes. Mexico, who looked defeated uh, after our second goal. Sure. Does Clint Dempsey miss that kick? Mm-hmm. First of all, do you root for him to miss that kick? And secondly, did he do it on purpose? Joe, chime in on I don't this. think he did it on purpose. No, he did No, and no. That's the I correct answer. And then uh, did you root for him to miss it or no? No, of course not. Joe? I thought about it. You know, because I kind of just wanted to be able to sing that song even more. And just, it was just, la- I thought it was funny. And then Correct. when he went up to set up <laughs> for it, is funny. <laughs> when he went up, when he went up to set up for it, I thought the exact same thing. I'm like, no way, dude, put it in the back of the net. You know, yeah. two is yeah. funny. So three is hilarious. Out, right? exactly. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Same thing. Yeah. I will cop to being in the stadium and screaming, miss it. <laughs> oh. Because <laughs> I really wanted it to happen. But, uh. I don't know. Did it you kind of regret it when he missed it? Yeah, immediately. <laughs> yeah. And it took the stink out because they blew the final whistle, which should have been like right an orgasmic moment, really. And it, it was, but it wasn't as much because yeah, you, you had out. the dip from the, from the missed kick. But I don't know. I really – my big regret from that night is not that it's leaving the stadium to walk back to the bar and um, missing the players coming out because – yeah. You remember uh, that other Hex game finished like a half hour later. might have been longer than that. might have been an hour later. It but, seemed uh, like watching it on TV, though, honestly, it felt like instantaneous. It felt like we got the clinching right oh, after really? it. Yeah, because Oof, you're watching the color. There. You're watching the commentary and stuff, the post game, and then all of a sudden they're just like, oh, and this just in, you know. And yeah. It's just clinched, and then they came back out. So it, it did feel, I mean, when you're sitting in the stadium and kind of, it's you know, a lot different, right? Out, it's a lot different, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I wasn't all that disappointed that he missed it because it, it was a lot of fun, the Dos Acero thing. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. It's like there was not a lot to be disappointed about no, in that game. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Ayo Columbus did an amazing job that game. We had two. Oh, the TIFO at the beginning, man. Oh, amazing, that right? That was awesome. Just as it oh, and I skipped over Seattle. Do you remember year? Seattle's in oh. June and just amazing? I, I remember the best part of that game was when I have my favorite. They, Let's hear yours. Uh, when – Taylor Twelman just kind of like they just kind of just stopped talking mm-hmm. for a second. Seventy sixth minute. Yeah, and they <laughs> I've just it let it times. go. And then I think he started talking. I don't just, just kind of remember. It was we are going to Brazil, and he just said, "Man, I wish I could have played in front of this yeah. crowd." Yeah, something like that. And amazing. I've heard that from like in interviews and stuff. In one of the you know the the YouTube video that you guys put together to celebrate the hundred right. chapters and stuff like that this year, where. There have been several players. You know, I thought Alexi Lawless was the best when he's just like, I'm an old man. I played back in the 1900s. Yeah, <laughs> when the earth but was like, fun. Yeah, but I wish I could have played in front of this crowd. So I think that was really yeah. – those two games, I think it was the perfect kind of like, you know, connection of how well the U.S. national team was playing and then just how how far games. the support has oh, come. Yeah. yeah, like the Seattle game Seattle was, was insane. Unbelievable. The and Columbus game was just nuts. I remember sitting <laughs> – uh, I, I had that sports center that night saved on my DVR for months, and every once in a while I would watch it, like because they on Sports Center they would they would show and they would cut out all the announcers on Sports Center. They would shut up and they yeah. would just let the singing take over, and it was 
It was pretty uh, special. Yeah, it was definitely the loudest like on-screen game, I U.S. game for sure that oh, I've ever easily, seen. Easily, yeah. But then I thought like what I loved the most about the the Columbus game was there was no game that had more pageantry and like build up oh, and know. then just totally just delivered you know perfectly fit in yeah i remember when those banners came up and they had each year's dos acero thing yeah i was feeling so confident and then once the banners went up i was just kind of like oh man we really need to back this up <laughs> win tonight, you know? yeah. then you started feeling a little nervous and yeah. that's why you know even though like brent like you're saying when even when he still missed it you were still at the end the 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 bar was still so high. I mean, sitting, even being at home because you were already standing up, not sitting on your couch <laughs> <Right>. already. <laughs> it was pacing. Yeah, it was still huge. So, yeah. Right. So uh, then, yeah, then we've clinched the World Cup at this point. At yeah. the juncture of the year. Which went into one of the most exciting moments of the year for me, which was the end of that uh, – Panama game when Graham's oh, he scores with a uh, 91st minute or something meaningless game for us saves Mexico and then knocks out Panama <laughs> yeah and then the Ice Man finishes him off and uh, oh man how do you feel Brent <laughs> Brent were you uh it was the only time I think in my entire life when you, it could be seriously argued that you should root against us and. I, and I would believe you, and I'd say that's I'm fine. I'm still not torn. I mean, I'm still torn, to be perfectly honest. Right. Yeah, I, I had mixed emotions when that went in. I hate that they're there. I know. <laughs> yeah. And they got that's the easy draw, and they yeah, got... exactly. They got the yeah. easy group, and they got the shortest fucking travel distance, yeah. and they got everything... I hate we that just there, gifted and it if to that's them. how it happened, then I don't like that that happened, I guess. I agree. <laughs> so, what, yeah, that's... Uh, you know, I'm kind of torn. I'm going to... backwards, I guess. No, I'm not glad that we won. <laughs> <laughs> but, but my thing is... I, you can't argue with that. I like that that's how our position is in the region now. Yeah, Where true. people are just, hey, take, don't beat us. Hey, you know what I'm saying? Like, we're in a position where we control everyone's destiny. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, we're going to qualify so early. I think it's just, like, the way – so I, I think it's fine because it's just like, look, we're not, we're going to try and win every single game. You and, know? We're not going to lay back. Like, yeah, it's a stand-up thing to do and – yeah, I, I'm Listen, glad. We're Americans. We've never done anything wrong. And that <laughs> is just another example of us being perfect. <laughs> yeah, sterling record. <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, so that yeah. was the last one other than Austria and Scotland, which I'm not too worried about. Yeah. We went out there and we kind of fucking laid an egg, but it didn't matter. Nothing. Meaningless yeah. friendlies. They're meaningless friendlies. And especially, like, think about that from a player's perspective. You've locked up qualification you know you're, yeah. you're kind of taking your eye off the ball a little bit you're just trying to stay in shape and yeah. stay in the favor of Jurgen. speaking of locked up we're getting another tweet here Corey has locked up the host position of this podcast <laughs> that's from sexy boy 69 <laughs> at hotmail.com and uh huge fan huge fan <clears throat> anyway all right well that's kind of my wrap-up. Do you guys want to take a break? I think we should take a little little break. Let's go do like 18 shots, and I'll get over my nervousness of hosting this thing. I don't know how Zach does it, really, because you know, it's harder than it looks. Your shoulders have to be pretty tired from carrying the two Corbins. <laughs> Just going to say that. <laughs> <laughs>
All right, guys, we'll be right back. American Outlaws podcast. We're here making Nebraska. It's about <laughs> 21 degrees outside. It's actually pretty uh, unseasonably warm, I would say. Oh, and I got here with <laughs> seven yeah, degrees. And it's now it's like shit. 45 today. It's pretty seasonable. Okay. Well, I thought it's pretty warm. <laughs> oh, guys, let me walk you around the room. We're here in Lincoln. Uh, we got Brent Corbin here from here in Lincoln, Nebraska. Yeah. Brent, say hi. Yeah. Hi. 38th Street. Oh, we got Joey right Corbin, right formerly of Lincoln, down in uh, California now. Joey, say hi for me, would you? Happy to be here, guys. Yeah, good to have you. And, uh, we got Corey Donahue here filling <laughs> in for the laid-up Zach Stiverance, who's <laughs> torn an ACL, as far as I know. I don't, I'm not a medical technician, but uh, welcome back, guys. We can't believe you stuck around this long. Um, we're go- we've uh, completed our 2013 review and we're going to uh, turn to your tweets, your texts. We want to know what's going on out there. What's the traffic like? None of that's true. We just want to uh... – <laughs> guys, let's open it up. Let's talk about stuff. Uh, huge year for the Yanks. Um, oh, yeah. I wanted to – I got a few things here, but number one, biggest thing, just happened uh, a few weeks ago in December, the World Cup draw. I yeah. want to start with I. I'm a big fan of AmericanSoccerNow.com. Um, yep. They do a good job over there. Um, they have these things called infographics that I've talked about on the podcast before, and uh, what it is is it's a graph, and there's two axes, if you will. <laughs> Joey's laughing, and uh, it's just the annual <laughs> departure the annual into nerddom. nerddom. <laughs> yeah. You can on one hold a- it off for 45 <laughs> minutes, but you know it's Listen, coming. this is a good one, and I'm going to tell you why. There's okay. one axis shows whether – and you can pick on these axes whether you think we're, the United States is going to go three and out or yeah. whether we're going to advance out of the group. And you pick you know, on this axis. If you're in the middle, you don't know. If you're way on the right, you think we're going on. Oh, yeah. You're way on the left, you think we're fucked and we're not, okay. we're not moving on. Then on the y-axis, it says whether you're excited about the draw or you're devastated. So you're excited that we, we have the group of death, guys. We all there's agree no that. way around mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's some other other groups but, that have like three solid teams, mm-hmm. but I, there's none that are top to bottom. That's what I'm going to say. Is yeah, we. And it's kind of a compliment in that we are the reason why we're the group of death. We're one of we're the best team in our group. We're the team or in our pot. I mean, yeah, we were the team that no one wanted out of our pot, and that's for sure. We can take that as a compliment. I do, and oh, yeah, uh, certainly, I feel like I, you know, am contributing as much as a Graham Zusi. <laughs> that's not true, but I'm I'm proud of the guys out there, and uh, oh yeah. 
So, let's see. Where was I going? If we're talking oh, about so, the draw, we no, have to talk me, about possibly the most Googled human being during the draw, which is whoever that girl was pulling the... Oh, the, the oh cleavage girl. <laughs> yeah, that was yeah. hysterical. It was so funny. Like, Listen, that. I didn't notice that. I'm married now. <laughs> side side note, I, in 2013, I also got married. I forgot to mention that. That is, uh, <laughs> that is a beautiful romantic segue. <laughs> yeah, I uh, should have mentioned that earlier. I'm nervous. <laughs> she Listen. has since left the room. <laughs> yeah, uh, Logan, my lovely wife, has uh, <laughs> put up with me for the last three months. I'm getting used to this. Podcast hosting thing. Zach Servins is laid up. We talked about that. It's not as easy as it looks. Zach does a great job here. We got Justin Brunken usually minding the ones and twos. You are actually doing both things right now. You have. I'm recording. Has subsumed three roles. (laughs) I'm recording on a Mac, which I don't know how to do. I'm running the tweets. Um, Listen, guys, the uh, the axes I'm talking about. Oh yes, I'm sorry. Uh, Back to the grand. No, the thing that stuck out to me about this on yeah. American Soccer Now is uh, you you can you can pick squares on there where you think how excited you are, yeah. um, whether you're excited that we got this group of death or whether you're devastated, and you pick whether you think we're moving on or where you think we don't. Yeah. The thing that sticks out if you go to this website is. It is all over the map, and it is a hundred percent equal. No, there is no one. There is no one quadrant. Like there, oh, yeah. it is entirely exactly equal, which represents our fan base has no idea whether we're moving on or not. Yeah. They have no idea whether to be excited or to be devastated. It's it's interesting to me in that I think everyone's just it's like a wait and see thing. Like people well, don't no know what it's just like. It's going to be exciting. It's going to be eventful. And we're going into it with, you know, hitting our stride. And no matter what, like, hopefully, but but I'm trying to think, like, when else would you be more comfortable with a draw like this? It's true. Right. I mean, in U.S. soccer history, probably never because we're we're playing well. We've got a coach who's confident. We got players who I say three and oh in the group stage. (laughs) Mark it down right now. Brent, if you had to bet your house on it, two and one. The house with the binoculars. Would you? And I don't even know which ones we win or lose. Two, two and one. Two wins, one loss. Two wins, one loss. I like that. I think. I feel like I think we'll beat Ghana. I really do. I think. we're better than them. They have a hex on us, but uh, I think we're better than them. I think we go into that Portugal game and we probably lose. I think we no, no way. I think we're. I think Portugal's overrated. I think we're a little underrated, but I think we we give a good showing and we just fall short a little bit. But I think we go to the Germany game and we pull an upset and we do exactly what we need to do to move on. That's my guess. Yes. You think we upset them or? Are you- Hoping they're qualified. If we have to win, I think we go and do it. I, and I think they have already qualified, so they may be playing their B team. <laughs> right. I don't know if their goalkeeper is going to allow a back pass to just roll in like he did in D.C. when oh, I was there. Yeah. <laughs> that was a good time. Yeah. But uh, I, I, I've got this feeling, guys, that that we're just going to make it happen for ourselves. And that uh, I don't know. It's going to be eventful. We've got – Oh, yeah. We've got no – you know, it's been wide, widely reported, but there's no shortage of storylines. We got we're playing Cristiano Ronaldo, we're playing yeah. Portugal, who we beat in 2002, though they've vastly underestimated us. We've got Germany, who we should have at least tied in 2002. There's that handball on the line. We've got oh, Ghana, man. who we can't beat for some reason. They beat us at every level. Blah blah blah. 
Oh, it's going to be amazing. Those of you on the World Cup package, I'm looking at you guys, and why are you not on the World Cup package? Child on the way. Joey's got a child on the way. Brent. Uh, no, she's not pregnant. I don't know. <laughs> oh, is this the time? Give Tracy the mic. <laughs> no, it's fair. It's, uh, oh, listen, guys, let me talk a little bit about the AO World Cup package we got. Uh, we had three planes going down there forever, and then the FAA, FAA changed regulations, and they only allow less on the plane than we had originally anticipated. So we are now taking two 767s, but they're <laughs> bigger, and so we'll have more going than originally. People on the wow. package already know this because I've sent this email, but uh, we're taking 534 people to Brazil. Oh, my we're taking, God. Uh, we're going to be partying our dicks off. It's going to be <laughs> unbelievable. Guys, let me give you a little inside. Uh, from what I've heard, this game in Manaus, I don't know if you guys paid attention, but that draw... We were drawn our second game in Manaus, which is the worst it could be. <laughs> we have to play in the middle of the rainforest. It's going to be 100% yeah. humidity. It's going to be 90-plus degrees. It's uh, We have the worst travel schedule of anybody. It's going to be a mess, but um, from what I hear from my sources, we are going. the American Outlaws package is going to be pretty much the only U.S. fans, fans at that game. It's so hard. It's so expensive to get to that stadium. It's going to be us and pretty much nobody else. So if you're out there, if you're on the package, we need you to be there. We need you to be loud. Oh, yeah. Um, anybody who is thinking about going to the game, we're going to need you. Um, it's going to be interesting <laughs> down there. That's all I got to say. Yeah, that's going to be, gonna be such a crazy game because, uh, honestly, atmosphere does play a huge role in oh, those kinds of games. It's enormous. Yeah. So That's yeah. why we exist. That's why we do what we do. And uh, – yeah, I heard that recently, and uh, it's exciting. But yeah. I mean, it kind of sucks. I wish, I wish we could, you know, have every seat in the stadium. That's not going to happen. But guys, if you're going to the game, bring it. That's all I'm saying. Bring your a <laughs> game. Uh, I've got a few topics here. Um, we, we're all agreed then that we're going three and out. Or sorry, Whoa, three and zero. Oh, three and zero. Oh. Three and zero, oh, and I'm we're going to win the World Cup at a canter. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Correct. I'm yeah. going three and zero. Oh. And I, you I listen, know, my only concern is what the media is going to say about it the next day. <laughs> <laughs> listen, I listen to Men and Blazers. I know you do. Oh, yeah. uh, they've Good been pod. calling it for a while. It's obvious now that the United States is winning the World Cup. I, it is fairly obvious. I, Everybody who knows anything knows that. But it's at a point where I'm kind of <laughs> like I'm not – I wouldn't be, you know, I wouldn't be surprised. Oh, if you look at look at it, if You're we get out of the seriously, group, I I'm dead would serious. be shocked if, if we, we won the get World Cup. Out of, I would love it. If we get out of the group, we play the one or two from Group H. Have you seen Group H? Belgium. We're golden, bro. <laughs> book Belgium it. Belgium will rock us. Book They have once. It. They'll do it again. Yeah, book it. Book your tickets. <laughs> you heard it here. Love the confidence. Uh, hey, like I said, I'm, I know we're I'm winning it. I don't. Yeah, we're winning it all. <laughs> Roger and uh, uh, whoever. Blanking, oh, you've only, over at Men and, you've only been on that podcast. <laughs> uh, thrill of a lifetime, guys. I love Men and Blazers. If you haven't listened to it, go to Men and Blazers it's podcast. A solid podcast. It's great. Anyway, um, <clears throat> anyway, Joey, every year <laughs> we do this podcast. Every year you've yes, got sir. some great categories for the year-end review. 
Oh. Have you got anything for us tonight? I don't have a ton of year in review. I did have my no, I mean, headlines. All I meant was, do we have any weird categories that you might introduce for this once a year podcast? Um, Like best fake headline? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's exactly what I was hoping for. Well, I did come up with, since I am going bold this year and I'm predicting 3-0, and I said, as I mentioned before. Not 3-0. and Three and zero. Oh. Okay. We're going three and zero in the group. Correct. We're going to win all three games. So I've really just been more concerned with how will the media handle the story the next day? Because I'm a sucker for a good cheesy headline the next day, right. as you know. <laughs> so you know who is it? so first. You know we're just going to go straight out of the gate. Once we beat Ghana, we're Ghana advance. <laughs> Third time's a charm for Dempsey and Yanks. I think it has a nice it almost rhymes. ring to it. Ghana advance is obvious. It's yeah, we're Ghana advance. Love it. It just has a nice ring to it. Rave reviews. So Mark it. Put it on a t-shirt. The Lincoln bro. Journal Star. Yeah, they we'll be running it. that exactly. So then, to me. The, again, once we beat Portugal, uh, U.S. prevailed amid the drama. Ronaldo sent to sea like Vasco da Gama, <laughs> a play on Portugal's. Nautical hero Vasco da Gama. Just, I, 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 I think that's probably the way they're going. They're leaning <laughs> towards, leaning towards something like that. Somewhere, someone gets paid to do this, and you're doing their job for, for free, them. bro. I mean, you know, hit me up. I, you know, if you need, if you need me to uh, ghostwrite your article in your column on Grantland or what have you, I got you covered. <laughs> Uh, so then, once we so win the we, third game, we're two and zero at that. Two and zero at that point. We're going into the headlines in the Deutschland game. We're going against Germany. A big game, lot on the line. You know, we've got. We've already won game. the group. Already won the group. We've already won the group. <laughs> so that's when I think they go real old school historical references on us in this one because they've got some deep pockets back there in the uh, in the uh, in the archives, and they <laughs> <Okay>. say, uh, <laughs> "Yanks celebrate, rejoice, and gloat." Most hostile atmosphere since the Zimmerman note. <laughs> a reference to the well, 1917 not... Zimmerman telegraph, <laughs> not to any current events. Now, for those idiots yeah. out there, not me, I know all about the Zimmerman, Zimmerman note, as you know. But if there's someone out there who didn't major in history, what what is the Zimmerman note? I have it pulled up on Wikipedia right now. <laughs> you did? If you'd like a brief search. Just give it to me quick. The Zimmerman telegram was a 1917 diplomatic proposal from the German Empire for Mexico to join the central central powers in the event of the United States entering World War One. Oh, okay. Yeah. Throwback Duh. Thursday. What, why wouldn't you have a World War One, a pre World One diplomatic reference? What other? <laughs> what your, other possible war reference could United States and Germany have? I can't think of a. You got to go back to 1917. <laughs> nice That's headline. Pretty obvious. Pretty obvious. <laughs> that one. That one wrote itself, you guys. <laughs> So, yeah, those, well, those that's are really what I've been mostly concerned about. Love it. <laughs> and then, you know, you know, after the World Cup is over, after we win and prevail, and it's a success. Well, that's obvious. Relief and, voy, re- relief and joy for FIFA Mad Hatter. Cup of success despite incompetent bladder. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. <laughs> um, but, you know, I, more than anything, I'm going in with confidence, going big. I think we're going to be real good this year. I couldn't agree more. Uh, I do have a handful of oddball topics and just general awards if we want to do year-end awards. Yeah, give me, uh, give me 
We got about maybe yeah, 10, 15 minutes 10 left. 15 minutes left. 10 to 15. All right, then we'll just then uh, we can wrap it up. Mm-hmm. All right, I had a few. I got one real good topic I want to hear or I want to talk about with you, but I want to hear yours more. All right. So. Number one is Snow Game of the Year. <laughs> the award for Snow Game of the Year. I don't know. Do you have your – who's your favorite? Uh, <laughs> I mean, the obvious one is that one Bundesliga – Bottom of the table clash. Oh, and... I forgot to specify. <laughs> U.S. snow game. U.S. national team <laughs> snow game of the year. Okay, so the obvious one is that women's game from four years ago when they played Germany. Uh, the, US the year women. is 2013. Oh, <laughs> all right. I, I have no idea. There's, I can't think of a single one. You can't think of one? Brent? We, I think we played somebody in Denver. Possibly. Oh, yeah. We talked about that. You know, that was a favorite for Snow Game of the Year, but you are actually <laughs> in Is that the Game of the Year? That or Snow Game of Seattle. the Year? Seattle. No, just the Snow Game of the Year. That was not the Snow Game that of the Year. That was number two. Actually, the Snow Game of the Year was played in San Diego. I don't know if you guys know this. It was a Gold Cup game, which you stood me up, and it snowed tears <laughs> as me and Hexel comforted one another when you abandoned us. <laughs> Fortunately, your brother did show up. It was a hell of a tailgate. But that is the winner. Perennial favorite. Uh, Snow I, game of the year. Guys, I apologize. Yeah, you should not have done that. I was that. supposed to be out there. I don't know. I grew a beard for that game. <laughs> the only snow I had was my dandruff. <laughs> Wish I could have been there. Sounds okay. Like a great time. It was a good time. Uh, how about best Brian Hexel moment of the year <laughs> for you? I went real specific here. I can go first while you contemplate. My best would probably be that game in San Diego where you all abandoned me. I got to celebrate a U.S. victory in Qualcomm Stadium. Sorry, AO San Diego. Qualcomm, the worst stadium in America for any sport, for any game. Why is that? Level. It's just one giant parking garage, basically. Oh. It's a concrete monstrosity. Yeah. I've heard not that. A fan. It's, it's terrible. It's just the worst stadium ever. But it was a heck of a good time, as always. What did Brian Hexel do? He did, he did. It was just a great time. Just and his whole Hexel. family was there. Oh, yeah. It was me and his mom and his dad oh, and they're Brian. Good, good and folks. It was awesome. They're at the Hexel family. Oh, yeah. Uh, my favorite moment of the year was uh, Brunk Tober, uh, my, my good friend Justin Brunken. Uh, Former producer of this podcast. Uh, again, I'm Corey Donahue. I'm sitting in as host for uh, Zach Stevens, who, you know, he's laid up with a torn ACL. He had a surgery. We wish him the best. He's, he did the best he could. I got Joey Corbin on my right here. He's co host. I got Brent Corbin also in the house. And uh, listen, guys, my, my Brian Hexel moment of the year. Uh, Brunktoberfest. Brunken has a few of us over oh, yeah. uh, every year, yeah. and the his uh, wife is very German, and uh, we go over there and uh, we we do German things, and one of those is drinking out of a boot. Oh yes. And uh, Brian Hexel, I have a nice picture on my phone of him <laughs> drinking out of a boot. So uh, that's your favorite good time. And then he, him dancing to Miley Cyrus shortly after that. You know, so that time. is a funny since Brian is such an active member of the American Outlaws and he travels to so many games. I would love for the listeners to throw that out on <laughs> hashtag Hexel moment of the year. <laughs> Everybody knows there Brian Hexel. Thousands. Mm-hmm. Yeah, love it. <laughs> oh man, my one topic I have is really serious. And oh boy, let's transition into this. We'll wrap up with this serious topic. <laughs> Do you have any other good fun topics? Um, Corey of the year. Who's your vote for Corey Again, of guys, the I'm year? Again, guys, I'm Corey Don, who I'm host of the podcast. <laughs> Man, I got to, what does that mean? 
Who's your favorite Corey in the American Outlaws? Oh, man. Mine is not in this room. <laughs> Corey we should St- say that they're keeping Corey, me outside. Corey Stevenson from AO Detroit, one of my favorite members. Oh, is that right? It's awesome. That kind of hurts. And uh, Who's your favorite Corey? Corey? Well, <laughs> the new host of this podcast, who <laughs> I'm just getting a tweet here, Corey, it's from... At Huge Dick 69. <laughs> Corey is the best host of a podcast I've ever heard. Move over, Mark Marin. Move over, Scott Ackerman. Podcast host of the year. Hashtag Huge Dick. Corey Donahue. God. Can we edit this out? Where's Brunken at? <laughs> now you gotta keep that. You gotta keep that. Unfortunately, as your new title of engineer, she's also <laughs> novice job. engineer that cannot job. edit your own jokes. <laughs> um, well, Corey Stevenson wins. Yeah, clearly. <laughs> All right. Um, I had one. Serious topic. Oh, this is a serious topic. We've got maybe five minutes. Um, All right, guys, throughout the year. I look forward to these podcasts. That's no that's no joke. I love doing this with, you know, again, I'm Corey Donahue. I got Joey <laughs> Corbin here. I look forward to these, and I keep note of the things I want to talk about. And last year, this is a Premier League reference, but um, Arsenal fans were freaking out that they weren't spending enough money, and they had this coach in there. I don't – Brent, you watched the Premier League? It's called a manager. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Shit uh, Premier League manager. No, not really. Arsene I don't Vingur. watch it. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, their fans are freaking out. That he's not spending enough money. They haven't won a title in six years and blah, 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 blah. My point is that I'm, I'm, I hate – I don't care about Arsenal. I don't care about the Premier League really. Yeah. But I stand by Arsene Wenger in the – he has this idea of how they should play, of how the club should be run. Stan Kroenke, is that there? Anyway, uh, the club has this vision of how things should be, and they're run that way, right? And I feel like there are a few sporting franchises in the sporting world that have this vision of how clubs should be run. Okay. And that very few of them these days, like, stick to it and – and for better or worse, and like a lot of Arsenal, I, I feel like Arsenal stuck to it when their fans were freaking out about it. They didn't fire their coach, and they said, we're going to stick to his plan. He's going to play the youth team in the cup tournaments, and we're going to keep writing out his passing philosophy. They're not spending a ton of money to buy a championship, and we're going to see how it goes. Mm-hmm. And I feel like there's a few sporting franchises in this country that do that. And I want to know what sporting franchises or clubs or what have you, you think could do that. Why are you laughing? I just have a new category for like longest setup. (laughs) (laughs) And the winner is you. (laughs) That's fair. I've won like half of these (laughs) categories. Well, I guess you could, uh, in American sports, I guess you could say the Oakland A's. What do they do? Well, you know, they were, you know, the pioneers of applying Moneyball. Oh, okay. I watched that movie. Towards... Billy Bean. Billy Bean. That is correct. Okay. And kind of maintaining that strategy. A small market team, not going to spend a lot of money. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm talking about. Well, that's kind of why our scene is into it, too. He's actually an economist by trade. What? Arson is actually a a 
economist. Is he really? Yeah. See, so that's he's, what I mean. he's into the data. You guys okay. could get along. You guys could build <laughs> parabolas together. That's interesting. Okay. Yeah. That's so a I great say, call. I would say as far as – because I don't think you can put – I don't think you can bring college athletics into it from my perspective yeah, because right. all college athletics are more based around tradition than running. I mean it's, most of them are like a business, but they don't have like – you have X dollars to spend on X players like right. they do in major league sports. But I would say that huh. to me, it's the Oakland days. You have any idea? That's so tough. Yeah. Cause they don't stick around for, that's true. If you lose, they don't stick with you very much. I don't know. I know. I mean, that's what who's I'm the saying. longest tenured coach in the NFL. It's gotta be Bill Parcells. Has to be. Yeah. But Parcells. he's won every single year. When you think yeah. about a coach that's been around for a while. Well, yeah, it's won. easy when you're winning. But that's, that's I mean. one that you're right. Running. But think about, I mean, everybody that loses is just gone within. The only other one I would say years. is that's obvious to me is Popovich down in San Antonio. God, dude, is that basketball? But four keeping a system. titles in the last 12 years. Yeah. Always in the playoffs. But they've maintained a system and they've held true to that yeah. system. Oh, yeah. That's, right? I mean, that's true. It's just right. not hard to stick with a guy that. Takes you to the conference. That's a very good point, too. Yeah, because Arson right now, his problem is they're not winning. Mm-hmm. Right. And yeah. Well, now they are all of a sudden. You in, mentioned that, that's football. My, well, that's yeah. the best example I can think of. Is Yeah. We're all know, very biased, but yeah. that, that was what I was, yeah, was going to say. But uh, I don't know. I was just interested because I'm not – I don't follow many other sports, and I'm interested in, like – because that Arson Wenger Arsenal story sticks out to me is – like somebody who stuck to his guns and it's kind of working out and I patient and I feel like all right, this might be a little controversial, but <laughs> like I feel like the US national team kind of could be one of those in that they've got this hard worker mentality. Yeah. They've got these backs against the wall, like that's when they play their best and um perpetual underdogs like no, they're never favored in any games, really, especially going into this World Cup in the in this group. And I don't know. I I think that that's why it resonates with some, or that's part of the reason why the U.S. team resonates with so many people. Yeah, is that we have this identity, and I don't know. Maybe I'm being a little over the top, but well, if you like the continuity, then you've got to be happy that they re-signed Jurgen for another four years. I am happy to be honest with you. I, I we, we talked about this a little bit earlier, but. Um, I think I, somebody said this on a podcast I listened to recently that, um, you know, in the Premier League and most sports leagues, if you don't win right away, you're usually fired. Yeah. And if it seems like if you get the right guy in, it seems to me, I don't, you know, I don't have millions of dollars invested, but if you get the right guy in and he's the right guy for the job, it shouldn't matter whether he wins or loses in your first six months. He's the right guy, and you should give him time to do yeah. what he does or she. But, uh, like, Jurgen is doing things. He's moving us forward. We have a confidence we've never had before. Yeah. We are winning games in Europe that we've never won before. We, we're going to have our hiccups. We are playing a little more of a passing game a little bit. It's not there yet, but it takes 10, 20 years to – instill an entire passing game into a culture. But think and about what it says. Why then. would you why would you base it on three games against opposition that you know, a kick or a a ref call or whatever yeah. could go either way. Why would you base it on that? Who gives a fuck, you know? Like well, if you're moving in the too, right way, why wouldn't you 
double down on it and keep going. And that's what they did. Because if you think about it, they're double downing on a doubling, doubling down, down, doubling down on a kind of a, a style of play and a way of coaching that will right. kind of cascade throughout the Federation. So think about it that way. If you are 10 years old, when Jurgen comes in, you could be playing under him when you're 18. Yeah. And you've had that continuity the whole time. So I think that's part of the when I think when you're thinking of a soccer federation it's different too because it's more like being a national team coach to me from my uneducated perspective would be more like being a college coach yeah. where there's a lot of other things you're and intangibles you have of, to be good at right. because you have to be good at not only coaching Motivation. the team on the field motivating but also developing players through the youth academies and Overseeing. stuff like that. Yeah. So it's way it's almost like what somebody's now the technical director, if I remember. Correctly, yeah. So, so he is, I, I think it's a pretty, it's a, I think he's the right guy for the job. It's a bold move to say, this is who we're going to put all of, you know, in charge for a decade almost of the federation. So it's crazy. I mean, nobody does that. And I mean, some, some teams do, but we're one of the ones who like, I'm kind of proud of the fact that we, we kind of, we, we reward coaches with another four years where a lot of countries just don't. Well, I, I think, unfortunately, we're playing a lot of catch-up, too, though. Like, some people, like, oh, yeah. like I mean, you use, like, England or something, for example. They already just have the youth academy in place. Like, saying, hey, we need to change our style of play from top to bottom is just, like, that would be, like, blasphemous. Yeah. You know? And I think we're more willing that's, to that's do it. That's very true. We're still molding our, yeah, let's do our it. entire Jurgen yeah, seems, identity. You know, he's doing really. a great job. He's got the perfect coaching. Even though we've been around for like 100 years. Yeah, but, exactly you, but it has years. so much more focus and emphasis. And I agree. You know, like I feel like the Federation could just be like, hey, guys, you know. Did you see the 100 or the uh, starting 11 of the best 11 players from the 100 years of U.S. soccer? Did yeah, you see what I, they came out with? I did. I don't know. I didn't really have any arguments. Off the top of my head. I don't either, but I could probably name nine of them or so. But I still know. How, I didn't. I still with any don't know how Balboa got left off that list. <laughs> God bless him. <laughs> he's one of our cap leaders, Joe. I know he's a great guy. I know he's a great guy. All right, guys, we're at about uh, about closing time. I got one tweet here from somebody. I closed it down. Let me see what they say. <clears throat> well. Let me read this other one from Phil Beck at Phil Beckins. Uh, talk about AO expansion to 100 chapters and beyond. Guys, this has been easily the biggest year of American Atlas history. Oh, yeah. We've grown from, I want to say, 40-some chapters at the start of 2013 to – it's something like that. Maybe 60 um, to – as of today, I think it's 114 we yeah. have more waiting to be announced. That's We're crazy. Metering it out a little bit, but uh, uh, I don't know. I recently saw a tweet of somebody somebody saying that uh, they've never seen U.S. soccer fandom more organized, and um, I mean, I don't think we're doing that. I think it's I think it's like the people in the local chapters stepping up and saying, "I'm going to take time out of my life." to find a bar and to do the stuff that no one wants to do and make this happen for my area. And we're going to represent 
Louisville or well, Hun- that's so cool too. If you see like subregions now, I mean, you have oh, like AO Long Island, you have AO Monterey Bay. You know, even if it's not like a, a big enough city that you have, like that, it just it's so cool that you have even like areas, regions, subregions, boroughs in New York. I mean, that's, like it's I insane. Mean, it, and yeah. it should be that. I mean, there are small towns all over this country with U.S. soccer fans, and that's the way it should oh, yeah. be, really. So, um, I don't know. We could talk about that, but I, I think it was it was going to happen. I'm glad it's happening now. I think it's a good time for it to happen, and that we have a we have a great team, and we have a a team of dedicated players who live for what we want them to live for, yeah. which is to play hard and to be, you know ambassadors of soccer in this country oh yeah we've got that certainly so, certainly been a good year uh from top to bottom <laughs> yeah, seriously. Yeah. so with that said uh matt warren asks he asked for his top or for our top 10 moments of the year i'm going to ask each of your just top moment of the year um i'll think about mine while i talk really slowly i but, would uh Man, my I guess I've got I've got three. I don't know. I just have to say that moment in the Panama game I in should, Seattle when they just stopped talking. And really I mean, was. I was how many say the Panama game in Seattle or the snow game in Denver? Just yeah, not any particular moment from the game. Just both of those games. It was just big. Either those were way. just big time. Big games yeah. that meant something. Like and I said, I watched that. There. I watched that Sports Center clip like seriously a hundred times. It just <laughs> gave me chills every yeah. time. Honestly, it's crazy. Yeah, that was I awesome. Mean, there's, I, I want to just walk through the ones that come to mind. Like, um, well, Dempsey's goal against Honduras, but it was overshadowed. And then, um, I'll never forget being in Mexico and getting, uh drilled with beers and ramen noodles and all that shit after we tie down there and then going back to the AO hotel and just sitting and listening to some Spanish jazz in the lobby and drinking a nice wine and being like, (laughs) we did it. (laughs) We fucking did it. And, uh, we had, you know, we had the snow classico behind us and when it started snowing and when another moment of that game was when the refs all met and then they decided to keep playing. That was unbelievable. Stu Holden making his or scoring a goal in his big comeback. Uh, that was amazing awesome. moment. Uh, Landon Donovan in the rain in Baltimore. Um, another amazing moment. Putting on the sunglasses. With, yeah. <laughs> that was great. Yeah. Um, winning the Gold Cup, obviously, always great. Um, let's see. Uh, Brad Evans scoring that goal in Jamaica, last second goal. I went ape shit down at the local bar. Um, we had three games, right? The Panama, the moment when uh, the announcers just shut up and <laughs> oh, yeah. listened to the cheering. The whole the TIFO there was amazing. Um, God, who we play? We had three games. We had Jamaica, uh, Panama, and Seattle. Oh, and then uh, in uh, in uh, Salt Lake. Um, oh yeah. My bachelor party. <laughs> Good times all around. Hard to forget that one. Um, the hottest tailgate clearly I've ever been to in direct sunlight, probably 95 degrees <laughs> and brutal, but everybody stuck with it. And, um, let's see. Dos Acero against Mexico, obviously Landon scoring that second goal. Yeah. Uh, who scored the first one? Mixed disc made the second goal. What was the first goal in that game? Do you remember? 
I don't remember. I don't remember. Uh, if you ask me in five minutes, I probably remember. But uh, and then um, qualifying for the World Cup at the end of that. Obviously, the players coming out yeah, with the cool. champagne and spraying everybody down. Um, and then Graham Zusi in that frantic last three minutes of the hex where. You know, it, anything could happen. Mexico could go out of the World Cup. Uh, we we score a goal that saves them. Yeah. We knock out Panama in the process in Panama. There was so much going on in that game. It was just it, it was crazy. Insane. And they were just insane. had, like, if you watched it on ESPN, too, you had, like, all three of those things bouncing back and forth. You know, the announcers were cutting in, saying no. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah, such a crazy game. It was an awesome way to end it. And then, I guess, the finale, the World Cup draw... Um, we went to the local bar here in the morning. I, uh, didn't go to work that day and, uh, <laughs> we were watching the groups come out and we were chanting against, I guess we just want an easy group really when it comes down to it. We want to get as far as we can. We, we got the worst group we possibly could, <laughs> but True. when it came out, uh, everybody was upset, but begrudgingly accepted in the. You know, there's a million storylines. It's going to be exciting no matter what happens. It's going to be fun to watch. And uh, Oh, yeah. Well. In 2014. We'll 2014. Huge year. It's going to be a few friendlies leading up to it. Uh, we're going to fly on down, taking 534 of your closest friends down oh, to man. Brazil. It's going to be insane. <laughs> going to the middle of the uh, Amazon rainforest. Anyway, guys, uh, again, I'm filling in for Zach Stevens, your usual <laughs> podcast host. We wish him luck in his recovery from his yeah. uh, Some of us surgery. <laughs> uh, the tweets are coming in fast and furious about best how much better a job I did than best, him. Best, and, best to you, Zach. <laughs> Zach, we love you. We wish you luck. You'll be back there on the uh, basketball court before you know it. Oh, yeah. Uh, Brent, thanks for joining us. Hey, thanks yeah. for having me. Joey, Appreciate it. yearly uh, annual pilgrimage. <laughs> it's always great. Favorite always great moment of the year, always. This is this is it right here. <laughs> Love it. Thanks, guys. Uh, I'm Corey. We'll uh, see you in Brazil later, everybody.
Bye.